the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio, where I'll be tweeting about the Broncos and the rookies this year. That's the theme to our Broncos Blitz Podcast, which is now daily. So if you enjoy the Broncos and you want to know news from Dove Valley, from training camp, from the preseason games, I will be at all of them as we get started with training camp on Saturday and uh, today on the podcast talking about those rookies, of course, led by Bradley Chubb and what the impact, we, at least what we think the rookies will be doing this year. What? Who does Denver really need to be great? to be successful in 2018. Who is expected to be the best of the crop? Who's a dark horse and who to watch out for? We'll be talking about that today on the podcast, but first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Love our friends at Tap 14 as, of course, they just got those fantastic 70 Colorado beers on tap. The 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits, that's my personal favorite. And then, of course, well, if you go on over there, if you want one of those, I guess it's like dessert. It's an appetizer, candied bacon. Trust me, order it. You'll love it. It's amazing. It's bacon. It's tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Go check them out on the web, tap14.com. Also want to say a big shout out to our friends at Pro Football Focus 2. New friend of the show, Pro Football Focus is, and I tell you what, they got all kinds of great statistics, and they are, well, getting involved with fantasy. So if you're a fantasy football geek, go check out Pro Football Focuses. They've got all kinds of great little tools, statistics. They're like a football fan's Bible is really what it is. They got all kinds of great stuff over there at Pro Football Focus. ProFootballFocus.com. Now, on the Broncos, for the rookies, uh, of course, led by Bradley Chubb. And he is going to be the highlight guy that everybody's going to have their eyes on is somebody that is going to get many um, articles, attention, podcast topics, and rightfully so, the, the, uh, just the fine pass rusher out of NC State. But it, it is going to be interesting to see how Bradley Chubb immediately is making an impact on this Denver Broncos team. And I think Denver does need him to be absolutely a, a, a disruptor right out of the gate because look NFL offensive coordinators what are they going to do when they face the Broncos they're going to look at the most important proven pass rusher in Von Miller and say okay Von's going to get the double team immediately we saw that a lot last year uh, more than any other year because Von Miller's a great player that's going to give Bradley Chubb a lot of one-on-one options on that other side and whether it be delayed blitzes strategic blitzes via Joe Woods and and whatnot so Chubb's going to get the opportunity If Chubb can come out of the gate with three, four, five sacks in five, six games, all of a sudden, you as an offensive coordinator facing the Broncos defense are now taking a look and saying, oh my goodness, this Bradley Chubb is the real deal. And now all of a sudden, you've got a headache late night as you're scratching your head because you're not sure who you can double team. You can't double team them all. And what this also does... This allows the protection 
on the inside to remain one-on-one because now you're going to double the outside in Von Miller. You're going to double the outside in Bradley Chubb. You're going to leave that interior weak to potentially a guy like Derek Wolf, who now we think is healthy on that defensive line. Shelby Harris coming in and pass rush opportunities. Uh, even a Demato Pecco, who's great in the run pass, but don't don't discredit uh, his opportunities when it comes to batting passes, pushing that interior line. So Bradley Chubb is going to be one of those guys where if Denver can get great production out of him early, boy, it changes the landscape of how this Denver defense operates and allows them to have many, many weapons as they get into the 2018 season. Of course, it's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street and our friends at Pro Football Focus. You can find me on Twitter. At Ronnie K Radio. That's where you can find me tweeting about the Denver Broncos and talking about the wide receivers that they selected in the draft, and many are excited about them. Cortland Sutton selected in that second round. Deshaun Hamilton out of Penn State selected in the fourth round. I, I, I like... Deshaun Hamilton between the 20s this year. I think this is a guy who potentially could see a little bit of production. Now, is not going to be that's going to jump off the stat sheet. Somebody who's going to catch 60, 70 passes. That's not what Deshaun Hamilton's going to get this year. But those crucial third and fours where he's working himself between the defense, that slot guy who's a good route runner, clean, crisp. Case Keenum is going to know exactly where Deshaun Hamilton is and where he should be when that ball is delivered. He's going to go through his rookie woes, but I think between the 20s, that's where Deshaun Hamilton is that perfect spot. And then you're going to take advantage of Cortland Sutton's size, the the 6'3 wide receiver at SMU, a guy who is a go up and get it big boy type. I mean, we're looking at Demarius Thomas 2.0, if that's one to say. Now, I'm not saying that's the kind of production he's going to get, but body style features, that's the kind of wide receiver he can be. And he could be a major disruptor inside the 20 as we get into the red zone uh, somebody who's going to be on those fade routes those that third option who could be uh, that mismatch against a linebacker you know maybe you're looking at a seam route where um, he's simply just running by guys and is out muscling them too because you can put that ball nice and high he's got a big target radius for case keenum certainly a wide receiver that could make the most impact I think on offense for the Denver Broncos in that uh, Cortland Sutton, of course, Uh, something that Denver needs badly is a running back attack that mimics last year's production that they got from CJ Anderson. And this is where Royce Freeman comes in the uh, running back out of Oregon third round, a guy who is a kind of bulldozer bully pinball kind of bounce off guys, but ain't afraid to run anybody over as well. He's not going to outrun everybody, but certainly is an athlete. I think this is the guy that Denver needs to see good production from because they badly need a run game so that they are not one dimensional. If this is a, a, a Broncos team that is only rushing for you know, a, a three, low threes, mid threes per rush. You're looking at a team that's going to be forced into many one-dimensional situations, and I just don't know if that offensive line is going to be able to hold up throughout the entirety of a season knowing this is a one-dimensional offense. If it's a one-dimensional offense, you are looking at big trouble in the NFL, period. Period. 
You know, it's not. It's one thing if you have a Hall of Fame quarterback at the helm who can, uh, you know, shadow or, or uh, cover up deficiencies like we saw Peyton Manning a la 2015 or, or years prior with this offensive line. Uh, even when the quarterback isn't making uh, I- incredible plays, he is masking the deficiencies for others. That's not what Case Keenum is going to be able to do. Now, he's going to do it to an extent, but not to the extent of a Hall of Fame quarterback. So they need a run game. And they badly, badly need Royce Freeman to be a contributor. If you're, if you you see 800 yards, eight touchdowns out of the guy, that's a quality year because you obviously have a good stable. You should expect uh, some production from D'Angelo Henderson this year. You should expect some production from Devontae Booker this year, and maybe even Philip Lindsay, uh, another rookie, undrafted, slips in there and does a little bit of production as well too. So certainly, Royce Freeman going to be one of those to watch. A dark horse, dark horse, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go real dark here because I, I'm not going to pick the 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 chalk uh, Josie Jewell, which many podcasts are picking because he's the linebacker out of Iowa that slipped and, and everybody thought that he was going to get a ton of tackles. I'm not going to pick the, the Deshaun Hamilton. That's too easy. I'm going to go Troy Fumagalli. I'm going to really reach here, okay? Bear with me. Fifth round tight end out of Wisconsin, of course. Fumagalli is a interesting guy because he may get opportunities. 6'5", 250, was Big Ten tight end of the year in 2017. First team all Big Ten, all American, Cotton Bowl Classic MVP. I mean, this is a guy who has had just as much success as a tight end in the same conference as Jake Butt, okay? And everybody wants to talk about Jake Butt, who, of course, uh, is somebody who, you know, is going to be the next heir to the throne for the tight end and is going to be somebody who can actually catch passes and is not just a blocker like Virgil Green. Hold hold the phone, okay? Um, Jake Butt is, is expected to be that guy, and I think that's by default because he is next in line, so just 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 hang tight and bear with me because I think Troy Fumagalli, I, I really liked this pick the moment it was made. Somebody as a junior in 2016, 50 rece- nearly 50 receptions, I should say, 47, 500-plus uh, yards, a couple touchdowns. Of course, he was named the offensive MVP in that Cotton Bowl, uh, six, touch, uh, six receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. I, there's just something about Troy Fumagalli, and it's, it's, it's a gut thing. It's a gut thing. I'm like, mm, yeah, just something feels it. And I felt this way about Julius Thomas, too. Uh, now, Julius Thomas needed Peyton Manning to be an elite receiver. But boy, when he was, he, he was quite the player. Uh, so certainly hit or miss there. But interesting tight end room with the addition of rookie Troy Fumagalli. Uh, of course, go check out our friends at Pro Football Focus, as you can check out stats on Fumagalli and Jake Button and the entire Broncos offense as they go through and rank many of those, the Pro Football Focus elite and edge memberships there's a ton of great stuff over there it's it's the thing that basically i pull up every saturday sunday when i'm just sitting at the couch and just checking it out for football season go check it out pro football focus a lot of great stuff over there i want to talk about one more rookie and i mentioned him a little bit earlier in this in the podcast uh, josie jewel who many like 
out of Iowa. And, and this is one of those guys I think that Bronco fans should be watching for because this is a guy who had a lot of production at Iowa in college. Now, a scheme that funneled the guy or the ball handler to Josie in that position. So you could say uh, the beneficiary of the scheme and and what uh, Iowa did in their defense. And that's fine if you want to say that, but you got to make the tackle. And you got to be somebody also who stays healthy too. And and Josie Jewell, who played uh, uh, four years at Iowa, had 100 plus tackles in three of the four, 13 of them for a loss in 2017. Also had four and a half sacks. This is a guy who was selected in the fourth round. So he, it's not somebody who just jumps off the page because he was a later round pick, but yet this guy has good quality stats. 2017, he was the Big Ten linebacker of the year, Big Ten defensive player of the year, unanimous first team All American. And again, we're talking about the Big Ten. We're not talking about this uh, lower level non power conference this is a big deal how about the jack lambert award in 2017 and of course the jack lambert award has been won by many many great linebackers uh luke keekley von miller uh, james laurinitis patrick willis aj hawk Derek johnson i mean many winners of this award um which uh, uh elected to the uh uh nation's top collegiate linebacker so it is a a guy that I'm going to be watching. Is it's not someone I'm expecting to see a lot of production from because the Broncos do have quite a, a stacked linebacker depth chart, but somebody to watch if you're a Denver Bronco fan. Just keep an eye on that Josie Jewell because he is somebody who could be making his way up the depth chart come training camp and uh, preseason, and all of a sudden, who knows, maybe an injury or two fits in, and Josie Jewell right there stuck in that uh, linebacker starting position. You never know. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Be sure to check it out. And then, of course, go to our friends at profootballfocus.com. A lot of stuff on fantasy, a lot of great stuff, statistics, uh, matchups, situational stats. This is next generation stuff, guys. Seriously, this is stuff that you don't see anywhere else. And this is why I wanted to pair with them, because they got a lot of great situational statistics that really help out you when it comes to evaluating teams, whether it be evaluating your favorite players and fantasy football is here so now you're evaluating your team you're evaluating your players so if you want to see how x quarterback does against another x quarterback when it comes to throwing to the right side of the field past 40 yards on grass in a dome whatever the statistic may be they got a lot of good stuff they have tendency statistics all kinds of great stuff over there at pro football focus go check them out at profootballfocus.com and then of course our friends at tap 14 so of course to recap uh, uh obviously everybody's going to be looking at bradley chubb but there's a lot of good receipt there's a lot of good rookies in this class and i tell you what i was not a big fan of the 2017 draft class um demarcus walker ended up actually being one of my more favorite draft picks but he was moved to a position for some reason and he's never played. And I don't know why they would do that. Other than that, I was not a huge fan of the draft class. And overall, it, it just didn't pan out last year. This year is different. Something about this class, the maturity, 
uh, many team captains, guys who get it. You're not going to find Carlos Henderson's on this draft class in the 2018. You're going to find mature men who are ready to play, and, and that could be huge for Denver because if they pull three, four, five impact guys, I mean, we're naming off names, Bradley Chubb, Cortland Sutton, Royce Freeman, Josie Jewell, Deshaun Hamilton, and my dark horse, Troy Fumagalli. That's six names who, if if we're on the ball here, could be impact players. That is an incredible amount of production from one draft class. And we haven't even talked about the other third rounder, Isaac Yadam, who, of course, uh, a corner is going to be a depth guy, as Den- uh, Denver has quite a few corners. But this could be a seriously, potentially impacting draft for the Denver Broncos in their future with the franchise, as uh, they've got a lot of good ones, at least in my mind, when it comes to the 2018 draft class. So going to be fun to watch him, fun to watch my dark horse, Troy Fumagalli, those good wide receivers, and Bradley Chubb wreaking havoc in the backfield for opposing offenses. It's Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, I will be at training camp, uh, well, basically every day. If it's a training camp day, I'll be there. I'll be covering the team, of course, writing at milehighsports.com. I'll be doing podcasts live from training camp as well, too. That should be a lot of fun. We'll be able to see the guys up in person, see the tendencies shifting and how they do against each other. And then, of course, at preseason, I'll be at the preseason games and the regular season games, getting quotes, interviews, news, breaking news, all kinds of fun stuff at the um, now daily. You know, and I have to say thank you to you. Because this Broncos Blitz podcast started um, as as something I just did once a week, and the the fine folks at Mile High Sports here were like, "No, we this is becoming popular. We need to do it twice a week." And so I did it twice a week. And now for this year, we are doing this daily because uh, it's because of you. And, and you and and wanting to consume this every single day. I get so many messages uh, of people saying, uh, thank you for having this. As somebody who's, uh, you know, whether it be uh, watching the Broncos from afar or maybe locally here, it's kind of a fresh new angle. And I, I can't say thank you enough. Um, not to get personal and gushy here, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for, for uh, reaching out to me on Twitter, following, and joining me. On uh, another fun chapter of the Broncos Blitz podcast is we go daily each and every day. All kinds of good stuff at milehighsports.com. If you missed any of the previous podcasts, whether it be a position breakdown, whether it be evaluating the roster as a whole, I have a 53 roster prediction that is up at milehighsports.com. Go check it out. It's milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.